0: Brothers and sisters, yesterday we spoke of the transformative presence of Christ in the Eucharist, not only when we receive him truly in real communion, but in spiritual communion when we adore him. And when without faith, we reach out and we actually touch Christ. Remember, that's one of my favorite themes, that faith is a real contact with Jesus. Anytime we think of Jesus, it's not simply just a nice memory, like if we think of other things in life. When we think of Christ, because he's God, he's divine and he's spirit, as well as Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit um, communicates the very presence of Christ to our minds and our heart. And we make real, real contact with Jesus. So when we adore Christ in, in, in adoration, we're somehow, even though he is over there, as we look at him in the tabernacle or the monstrance, we make an interior contact and we are with him from within, really. And we, we touch him and, and uh, make that spiritual contact, which transforms our soul with divine life, divine energy, um, giving us, uh, you know, transforming us, really something that we won't appreciate till, please God, we go to heaven and we'll see all our hours of prayer, what it has done for us and for the world, um, because the works of God happen so silently and quietly. and And this is because God wants us to live by faith, which is more beneficial for our soul than if we had directly seen you could say in this life. Well first of all we can't see God directly in this life because we would die, as the scriptures tell us. We won't be able to withstand that powerful sight. You know, even some sights on earth can make our hearts beating <laughs> that some people actually get heart attacks in on this earth by by too much of a thrill in in uh, you know an accident or whatever. Um, imagine seeing God. Our bodies won't be able to handle it. And so today we're continuing the theme, but we're going back to Saint Manuel about the that Jesus is active in the tabernacle. And he says that Jesus in the tabernacle is not inactive or silent. He he is fully present. And he quotes Luke 5:17, and the power of the Lord was with him to heal. It's the same Lord, it's the same healing Lord, the same redeeming Lord that we come before when we come in adoration. That's just truly amazing. He says, here's a question that will perplex many Christians and probably even a few pious people, too. What does Jesus do and say? Have we ever considered the fact that there's someone who speaks and works with power hidden in the tabernacle? So this is what we're gonna get into the next one or two days, is but how how does the Lord transform us by his speaking? What words that's the Lord for us in adoration. How do we even discern that? And and first of all, it's just simply becoming aware that the Lord speaks. That that he's truly present and is learning how he speaks to the movements of the heart. Learning how to use the right things to discern his voice over time. You know, he goes on to say that many Christians, uh, they just go to adoration out of routine. So therefore, they don't benefit from the Lord speaking. That they they don't go with a lively enough faith. To, to really believe that the Lord could speak to them. And so they bury the seed of faith in the pot of their routines, of their comfort, of their idiosyncrasies, their selfishness. And I repeat, selfishness, because this is the one that covers and smothers the faith in the soul. Arrogance and self-love, which are what selfishness is composed of, obstruct and destroy spiritual knowledge acquired. So this is why holiness will always bring us closer to Christ and open up our soul to listen, to hear the voice of God more and more. And uh, when we're engrossed in ourselves and in, in our own decisions, our path, moving away from the commandments, moving away from the gospel way of life, our soul becomes hard and 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 we lose out on the thrills and the higher uh, joys that could be ours in this life by, by divine union. He goes on to say where he's talking, you know, about to do and to say. When he spoke about what Christ says and does in the tabernacle, he says, But who can discover what is said and done in a place where one cannot hear or see anything? The Lord in the tabernacle is so silent and still. It seems he doesn't ask for more than our silent adoration. Nevertheless, I tell you that there is no place on earth with activity more fruitful than that which is done in the tabernacle. It is not for the eye or the air of the flesh to perceive these things, but for the air and the eye of the soul. With these attentive eyes and ears we can listen to and see what is said and done in the tabernacle so he's saying that you know don't just believe my words actually do it try it out and 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 be surprised by the lord do we believe by faith that our lord jesus christ is entirely present in the consecrated host yes if he's entirely there is it not true that he has a mouth eyes hands and a heart yes Whereas, owing to our inadequacy, the sacrament is a mystery to us. That is how the Lord is present in the consecrated host. Yet, can we possibly believe that the virtue and power of his physical members and human faculties are prevented from being exercised? No. In other words, just like any human being can have an impact on somebody else, the Lord is the risen Lord. He's still truly human, but he's God. So, can he not have an impact on us when we go to be with him? Of course he can. Therefore, if Jesus Christ has a mouth in the sacred host, he can speak through it. If he has eyes, he can see with them. If he has a heart, he can love with it. Is this not true? Yes. So we'll go on, we'll open this up the next one, two days. But the point is, let the Lord speak to you.